Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. All right, Sophie, this is... um one of the most satisfying things that I feel like a person can make at home. And I've never done it. We're talking about making pasta and fresh pasta. Yeah, fresh pasta from scratch. You have done it, you just don't remember. (laughs) So today we're talking about fresh pasta. Yum. Which, you know, I find fresh pasta to be one of those things that are, it's a very satisfying thing when, when you do it. Yeah. So basically what I use is whole eggs and egg yolks and some flour. You can use double zero flour, you can use all-purpose flour. And, you know, the old school way to do it, and so you take a well. Of flour? You make a well of the flour. You, you know, you measure it out first. Mm-hmm. This is uh, my friend Mark Vetri's, one of his classic recipes in terms of pasta itself. He's, he's my mentor when it comes to pasta. So it's like, what is it, two cups of flour and then... Um, 
three eggs and one yolk, and then you put the put the eggs and the yolk in the middle of the of the well, mm -hmm. and then you just start stirring it up until it forms a dough. You want to hand me a fork there? Sure. Would you say it's easy? I making, think it's very easy. Making homemade pasta? Yeah. The other thing that you can do is you can do it in a food processor, which if you watch me now, a purist will tell you that that's, you know, blasphemy. But um, if you watch me on Beat Bobby Flay, because I don't have any time to, to play around, I put, it, I put it all in the food processor, the eggs, the egg yolks, and the flour, and I turn the food processor on, and, you know, it beats it into a dough. Cool. But this is, you know, with the well and the eggs, you can see how the eggs are and the, and the flour are incorporating. Yeah, you're just kind of like whisking it with the fork. Yes, exactly. And then it forms, you know, it forms a dough. And depending on the humidity in the air, um, you add more or less flour until it just has like that little bit of that, that stickiness to the, to the dough itself. Yep. Um, and then you need to let it rest for like at least an hour in the refrigerator. So that it's um, it's more pliable when you're when you're rolling it out, and then you're cutting it into whether it's fettuccine or just ravioli sheets or lasagna sheets or whatever it is. I mean, you know, this can be used for for all of that. Yeah. And you know, you want to make sure that you need the the pasta a little bit. Nice. So that's pasta dough. I mean, it's literally a couple of ingredients. Right. Right. Easy enough. Okay, so today we're talking about uh, we're talking about pasta. I mean. I guess mostly homemade pasta, pasta you make it at home. So basically, you know, pasta in general is are usually eggs and flour. Sometimes when you're making the sort of the bronze dye cut pasta that's going to turn into dried pasta, it's usually flour or sem uh, semolina and water, mm -hmm. no eggs, which I always feel like, I don't know, I always feel like I want eggs in my pasta. I don't know why. I like the bite that it gives it. But, you know, there's, there's different pastas for different occasions. So that's, you know, that's, that's, certainly, that's certainly the way it works. Also, fresh pasta and dry pasta are two very different things. They're not, one's not better than the other. They're very different. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, like some, just because it's fresh doesn't mean it's better for a dish than dried pasta. For instance, I think that, like, linguine and clam sauce is better with dry pasta. Okay. I think spaghetti and meatballs is better with dry pasta. What's the difference? Well, the difference is that fresh pasta is going to be a lot silkier and have less substance to it, usually. It usually has, it's silkier, mm -hmm. and it's, it's luscious, and that works in, in lots of different ways. So, like, if I just, you know, like, <clears throat> during white truffle season, which is a very, you know, they're very incredibly expensive, but, yeah. like, I want, like, fresh pasta with some butter and some white truffles, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's amazing. To me, that works better than, like, for instance, dry pasta. Yeah. Uh, if you have some, some, like, really simply cooked, I don't know, fish or vegetables, I, I, like, I like fresh pasta. I mean, sometimes they, they, they both work, but in some cases, dry pasta is better than fresh and vice versa. Okay. Just the way it is. Dry pasta takes longer to cook most of the time because it's dry, yeah. so the fresh, pastas, fresh pasta can cook somewhere between 30 and 45 seconds sometimes depending on the cut and how thick it is. And then you can also flavor the fresh pastas, which I also love. With what? Well, one of my favorite is squid ink. Oh, right. You know, it's that jet black pasta. It has flavor. So good, it does, yeah. It definitely has a little bit of that briny flavor. You can put things like spinach in it and make green pasta. I, I like to make fresh saffron noodles, where you put saffron in the pasta dough. Oh, that sounds good. Well, I don't know, have I had, had that of yours? You, 
I think you have uh, at Gato. We did we did a saffron. We did saffron linguine basically with um, mussels. Yeah, I remember that. So delicious, and that and that mushroom broth, and a little bit of butter. It's really really good. And then, like if you're gonna make ravioli of, of any sort, any kind of stuffed pasta. I mean, you have to make fresh pasta with because mm-hmm. you're making, you know, you're making sheets, and depending on what you want the pasta to look like, the sheets are are long or sometimes they're short and cut into squares and then, and then folded into different cuts. Like if I'm making caramelle, do you know what that is? Mm-mm. So caramelle, what do you think the word in English is? I mean, it sounds like caramel. Right. So what it means is they look like those candy oh, candies. wrappers. Oh, we were talking about this. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So right now at Amalfi, I make, we're making caramelle, which is fresh pasta that you then twist into a, uh, you twist it into like a little candy wrapper shape. It's really, a, it's really cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty. And, uh, you know, that's fresh pasta, but those are squares. Is there something in the middle? Yeah, of course. What is it? Well, for, for what, we're, what we're doing now is porcini mushrooms and, and roasted sweet potatoes together. Oh my God, that sounds so good. Yeah. It was actually one of those things where I, first I just did porcinis and the chef there, Anthony Fusco, like he wanted to put almonds in it. So he put almonds and some ricotta and the ground porcini mushrooms Really very, very, very tasty. But it was like, it, it, it tasted a little earthy. And actually, Christina said to me, you need this, it, it, it's missing something sweet. And I'm like, sweet? What are you talking about, sweet? Like, I don't want to make sweet porcini caramelle. So it doesn't make any sense. But one of the things that I did at Gato was we made either sweet potato or pumpkin caramelles. Yeah. With brown butter. So good. So I just put some roasted sweet potato in with the porcini mm-hmm. and it actually worked out really nicely. Yum. So is there, al- are there still almonds in there or no? There's definitely almonds in there. Yum. It gives it a really good nuttiness, obviously, because they're yeah. nuts. Sounds great. And then we make the easiest sauce in the world. Brown butter. Correct. Brown butter, some crispy sage, little parmigiano kind of on the way out. Parmigiano. Parmigiano-reggiano. So, so good. That's, I mean... Brown butter is a sauce that you should make sometimes. Yeah. It's good for fish and chicken. It's good for pasta dishes. Like your, your unofficial uncle, Michael Simon, he makes gnocchi with brown butter like people make toast. <laughs> he, he makes it all the time. It's like any- I feel like he's actually always making pasta. He's always making gnocchi with brown butter. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his only dish. <laughs> it's his go-to dish. And, and, and frankly, every time he makes it, it's, it's spot on perfect. Yeah, of course. It's so good. Like when I make gnocchi, he loves like, a couple of times he's, I've been challenged to gnocchi when he's been at beat. And That's so funny. And he's like, I can't wait to watch this. I'm yeah, like, exactly. watch this. I'm using your recipe. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Taught me everything I know. I know how to do this. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When we were making that pasta earlier, I just didn't really realize how easy it is and how simple the ingredients are. Like, it's really just so simple to make it at, at home. Like, walk us through it. Eggs and flour. I mean, so basically there's a couple of but different... But there's, te- there's technique and... Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's very simple. And, once, and one of the things about pasta is that the more you do it, the better you get at it. You know, it's like making pizza dough. Same thing making tamales, making rolling dumplings, those, that kind of handiwork, you get better the more times you do it. And so, for instance, like, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to make pasta at home, it's eggs, and, whole eggs and an egg yolk and then some flour. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I mix it together. Um, I make a well with the, with, with the, with the uh, flour. I whisk up the eggs and then I slowly, gently combine them so that they, be, they, be, they make a pasta dough. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then I knead the pasta dough for a little while, and then I make a disc out of it, and I wrap it in plastic wrap, and I put it in the refrigerator, and I let it rest for at least an hour. Let the glutens go to work. Got it. And then I have an attachment on my KitchenAid that's like a sheeter, so that so you can make sheets of pasta. Oh, cool. So no matter what, you have to make sheets of pasta, because whether you just make sheets of pasta and use it for, like let's say, lasagna, or use it for ravioli. Yeah, you have to do the sheets first before you... 
Right. Or if you're going to cut it into like spaghetti or linguine or fettuccine, you still have to make sheets first. Yep. So it's a two-stop process to rolling out the pasta and cutting it into, into strands. Mm-hmm. And then you have fresh pasta. I mean, you're ready to go, basically. That's great. I mean, you should let it dry out a little bit. It doesn't have to be that long, but... I feel like that was something that a lot of people did during the pandemic. They like taught themselves how to make pasta at home. Yeah, it's also one of the most satisfying things to do. Right. It's so fun to make your own pasta when you're cutting it and you, and you put it either through the hand crank machine or you cut it by hand or like you use, like what I do is I use my KitchenAid attachment. You have the sheets of pasta and then you put it through the fettuccine cut and it comes out and, and, and it, it's basically, it sort of drops into your hand and you have these beautiful noodles and you're like, I made pasta. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, like, I, get, I, get, I, get, I get kind of like high on it like yeah. every time I do it. It's really cool. Yeah, I get that. And then you, and then listen. Everybody loves pasta. Let's face it; mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things that's just universally loved. One of the cool fresh pastas I learned how to make, I learned from my good friend and chef Tommaso Di Simone at, at uh, La Scolio on the Amalfi Coast. Yeah, and he taught me something called shiatelli. I'm mispronouncing it. I promise you, I'm pr- mispr- mispronouncing. Is, is that a, a, on your menu now? Yeah, it's on my menu at Amalfi. And it's, it's an interesting dough because it's eggs and flour, but it's also, I think it has some semolina in it as well, but it also has milk in it. So in some ways, it's like a dumpling recipe, but we're not cutting it into dumplings. We're cutting it into fettuccine so that you, when you bite into it, there's like a little bit of a chew to it. Interesting. It's really cool. And there's some parsley running through it as well. Had you had it before? I had it there. No, I mean before, the, uh, before no, you no, went no, there. No, no, no. Shilatelli is a very Amalfi Coast pasta cut. Okay. It's from there. And uh, Tommaso brought me into the kitchen one morning and he's like, let me show you how to make this because I, I love it so much. And, and there, what they do is they combine it with like some kind of fish or shellfish depending on, you know, what, what's available that day out of, the, out of the Tyranny Sea, which is amazing. And usually some sort of cherry tomatoes, red or yellow tomatoes that they, that they grow on their farm. So basically, the, the shiatelli is double zero flour and semolina flour as well. Mm. And then there's whole eggs and milk, some Parmesan cheese, and then like some herbs running through it. It's really great. It's really, really terrific. What we do is we make a scampi sauce for it. Oh, So it's shrimp and lemon and garlic, butter, parsley, basil. Mm. Sounds so good. So good. It, it's, a, it's a really heady sauce and it, you know, lots of fresh lemon and, and it just, it really makes that pasta so delicious. And then we put some anchovy breadcrumbs on top. Oh, that sounds great. So we have some fresh fettuccine here, right? Fettuccine is sort of a, a medium-sized broad noodle. I love fettuccine. Yeah, me too. And I have some water here salted. You always want it to taste like the sea. And you want it, uh, want it at a rapid boil. And fresh pasta, this fresh pasta is going to cook in less than 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to dry pasta, that takes a lot longer. Now, we're going to make an anchovy butter pasta. Yum, okay. And this is a, a dish that I was inspired by in this place in Rome called Rusholi, which is one of their most famous dishes. I think they use spaghetti or linguine. I can't remember which, maybe it's bucatini. I can't remember exactly which cut it is, but it's a round, long strand, okay? And, and what they do is, because uh, I worked with the chef there when John and I went there, mm-hmm. and what they do is they just take the anchovies and they put them in the pan and let the anchovies melt and then finish it with butter at the end. Oh, well, yum. So what I do is, for my dishes, I make, I make an anchovy butter first. Okay. So I take unsalted butter and I add anchovies to the butter itself. And then... Into a food, food processor. Into a food processor. A tiny bit of salt, because there's a lot of salt in the anchovies already. And then some black pepper. And then I just, 
I, I process this. So I make, I'm basically making a compound butter. Nice. Okay, so, so basically what you have is, is an anchovy flavored butter. I just feel like, I mean, there's, there's no right way and wrong way for this, but I, I feel like this way, I know that I'm gonna distribute the anchovy flavor evenly? very evenly. What's your favorite pasta shape? It, it all depends on what the sauce is. I agree. You know, what, what sauce you have is incredibly important. Like, you know, if I want meatballs, I want spaghetti. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is, you know, spaghetti and meatballs is a very American rendition of, of pasta, of course. Yeah. But, you know, it depends. Like, I like, I like orecchiette. You know what that orecchiette is? Mm -hmm. The little ears. Yeah. So it's like they're round that has like a little bit of a well in it. Yeah. And we make the orecchiette at Amalfi, and it's, but it's a dry pasta, so there's no eggs in, it, in the pasta itself. And we make, a, we make an eggplant bolognese. Ooh, that sounds really good. So it's a vegetarian bolognese. It's not, it's not a true bolognese. Bolognese is a meat sauce usually with stock. There's almost never any tomato in it. In this case, we do use a little tomato, lots of uh, roasted eggplant. There's basil and parsley and oregano in it as well. I so, feel like that style of pasta is often paired with vegetables. I think the most classic orecchiette is sausage and broccoli. Yeah. Or broccoli so good. Rob, broccoli yep, broccoli Rob. That's the most classic one. And then it's a little spicy. Sometimes they put a little tomato and cream in there. It's really good. We talked about the caramelle. You know, you could stuff that with basically anything. Yeah. But I love the idea. It could just be ricotta. I mm -hmm. mean, ricotta is the most classic, like stuffed pasta filling. Also at Amalfi, we make something called um, agnolotti. They're like envelopes, like little pillows yep. of stuffed pasta. And in, th in that case, we, have, we, we use arugula in the ricotta inside. So you get like a little pepperiness running through the ricotta. And at the moment, we're making a, uh, a fresh uh, cherry yellow tomato sauce. Oh, that sounds so good. And Summary. Then, yeah, and then some crispy garlic on top mm -hmm. and then some uh, Parmigiano. Yum, that sounds basil. great. In, in Los Angeles, there's a restaurant called Felix. And I, one of my favorite parts about dining at the actual restaurant is you can watch the chefs actually make and roll the pasta and shape the pasta. So that's Evan Funky. He's, he's an amazing chef. This guy is dedicated to hand rolling pasta. So there's an argument that he likes to make, which is that pasta that's hand rolled and hand cut is better than pasta that you cut out of a, a pasta machine or a rolling machine. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I really don't. I mean, I, I, it's, it's splitting hairs in my opinion. I, I will tell you that his, his technique is beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. He's, he went to Bologna and went to school there to learn how to make you know, classic Bologna style pasta dishes with a woman there, I, I, her name ex escapes me. She has a school. In fact, in fact, right before the pandemic, I signed up. I was gonna go there with a couple of my staff and we were just gonna go make pasta for a week or two. Oh, whoa. And then obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. But, the food in Bologna is some of the best food in the world, not just Italy. It's, it's spectacular. That's where Bolognese comes from. Right. You know? But uh, the food in, food in Bologna is, is spectacular. So, yeah, so Evan does a great job at Felix, um, hand rolls all of his pastas. He does a lot of the It's so fun pasta. to watch. Yeah, oh no, it's great. It's, re it's really cool. I mean, they have these big, giant, long rolling pins. Yeah. And they roll it out to this perfect, you know, depth, density, I should say. And then they cut them and then they make pasta. You know, that's handcrafted, as, as they say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, one, of the th one of the dishes I really love at Amalfi is they're called rags or pasta rags, which are 
you know, the scraps of the sheets of pasta. So like, you know, you're rolling out pasta ravioli, there's always like scraps, so to speak, that don't make the, don't, they don't actually make it as part of the ravioli. Yeah. It's the, it's the pieces that you cut off. I had never heard of that before. <clears throat> it's really good. First of all, it's a very cool, I just like the, um, the concept of it. Yeah. Because you're utilizing everything. And right. It's, it's the same pasta that any other, you know, ravioli or lasagna would be making. Right. But, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the edges and the corners. And, and it's, you know, obviously started out originally as a, as a peasant dish, like utilize everything. But the thing I love about it is I love the silkiness and I love the texture of it. When you bite into it, we serve it with an arrapiata sauce, which is basically means angry tomato sauce. <laughs> so, you know, it's spicy. Mm-hmm. So it has, you know, Calabrian chili in it, garlic, et cetera. And then we serve it with a, with a ricotta on top that has some fresh basil running through it. Sounds so good. It's really good. So when you're making this dish, are you actually using the scraps or are you making... It depends. If we run out of scraps, we have to make scraps. It's, okay. almost, it's almost like the burnt ends of barbecue. Right. No, I'm just curious, though, if it's like you, you are actually utilizing everything. Or... We are definitely utilizing everything. Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the green way to cook pasta. <laughs> like, don't you think? <laughs> it really is. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Come on. So we're going to put the pasta into the... Boiling water. Into the boiling water. And the key to this pasta dish is the pasta being cooked perfectly, but also we're going to use some of the pasta water that's going to have some of the starch from the flour from the pasta, and that's going to help to emulsify the sauce, which is the butter that's going to basically just going to melt. Cool. So it's just not like butter on pasta. Right. Which it basically is. <laughs> um, and then sometimes I use chives. I didn't have any chives. We're going to use some fresh parsley. Um, I usually make you cut the fresh parsley. I'm going to spare you today. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> I don't want you to think that's your only job in the kitchen. And you really want to have all these ingredients ready to go because the pasta cooks so quickly. Right. All right, so now we can take the pasta. I'm going to take the pasta out of the water, and we're going to put it into a pan. And I'm just going to spill a little bit of the pasta water into the pasta itself. Nice. Season the pasta itself with some salt and pepper. Let the pasta finish cooking in the water, and then we're going to add the butter. I love fresh pasta. Me do you? too, yeah. How's your anchovy feel? What's, what's I like your, anchovies. You do? Yeah. All right, so you can... Yeah, the butter's really melting. Yeah, you melt the butter. You just keep stirring it as it comes to a boil. Let it finish cooking in the butter. It's almost like you're, redu- you're, you're, you're creating a sauce, an emulsified sauce. Right. With the pasta water and the butter. It smells so good. Does it? You can smell the anchovy. Now, in, in Rome, at Rosholi, they just serve, this is it. There's no herbs. There's I feel no like garnish. I remember this. Yeah, there's no herbs, there's no garnish. I remember watching this. Yeah. It's, and you know, it has like pretty intense flavor. Grab a bowl, and at the very, uh, at the very end, we just sprinkle in a little bit of parsley. Pretty. They, they probably wouldn't do this in Rome, but. But we're in. I can't help myself. LA. <laughs> is that where we are? So pretty. And one of the other things that I that I do sometimes is I put toasted breadcrumbs on top as well. Oh, yum. But we're not doing that today. Okay. Want to give it a try? Yeah. Really simple. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. yeah the so, an- the so anchovy simple. is strong. That's the way it should be right there. That's actually, if I do say so myself, I think it's the perfect balance of anchovies <laughs> and pasta. I mean, because otherwise it just tastes like buttered noodles, you yep. know, which is not, there's nothing wrong with that, but, you know... The anchovies just bring it to another dimension. Totally. Where did you learn how to make pasta? I mean, I think I taught myself. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, look, I, when, I, when I want to learn how to do anything, I do a lot of research like anybody else. Mm-hmm. And there are certain people that I'm really interested in learning from. 
One of them is my good friend Mark Vetri, who's got Vetri in Philadelphia. He has another restaurant called Fiorello's in, in Philadelphia that he just opened, and then he opened a version of it in, in Vegas at the Red Rock Hotel. He, but Mark's pasta is sick. It's so good. Yeah. It's so, like, speaking of a rabiata, it's like his pasta is so good it gets me angry. <laughs> you know, but he's, you know, he's the best. Yeah. And also, like, when I have a question about pasta, he answers it. He, oh, this was crazy. So I'm training everybody in, in the kitchen at Amalfi. We're, like, weeks from opening. Weeks, okay? And we had just gotten used to the kitchen. And, for the, and the very first day, I start training people on, on making the pasta dishes and finishing the pasta dishes. Mark Vecchi walks into the kitchen to say, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not open. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I am about to cook like 10 pastas that we really haven't done before <laughs> for the staff. Okay. And Mark Vetri just walked into the kitchen. <laughs> I really want him to leave. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm thinking to myself, yeah. how am I going to get this guy out of here? <laughs> because I don't want him hanging around. We don't watching need pasta me ma- shame. Watch, wa- making me watch my pastas for the first time for the staff. Right. Okay. He stays. Oh, God. Eats every <gasps> single pasta dish. And I'm like, I'm oh, dying. Oh, God. I'm yeah. dying, okay? That literally, there's not a single other person in the United <laughs> States that I don't want in the kitchen more than him. <laughs> and he's standing there with a fork in his hand. No. Okay? So he eats every single one of the pastas. So he says to me, hey, your pastas are really good. Like oh, almost wow. with a surprise, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. <laughs> Great. No problem. So then he calls Michael Simon the oh. next day and he goes, I got to tell you, man, Bobby's pastas are good. Oh. And Michael's like, come on. Because you know, <laughs> Michael, Michael wants me to fail in the yeah, pasta Yeah, Michael's department. like, don't tell him that. Yeah. And so he's like, the thing I like about Bobby's pastas is that he doesn't put too many ingredients in them. So a lot of times people put too many ingredients in their pasta dishes, like anything else. Yeah. The less is better. Simple is, 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 is always best mm-hmm. if you're executing right. Do you feel like you're a... a- a pasta making expert now that you've spent so much time in Italy? Am I a pasta making expert? Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a pasta making expert. <laughs> but I mean, I spend a lot of time making pasta now. I mean, and it's one of those things where like people say to me, oh, you know, you, oh, you're opening an Italian restaurant. I've spent a lot of time in Italy. Mm. I mean, an inordinate amount of time in Italy. Probably a lot more time than a lot of people cooking Italian food in the United States. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I go there all the time. And when I go, when I go to a place like that, I'm cooking. Right. I'm either, co- I'm either going to the market and cooking in a house that yeah. I've rented or I'm staying in a hotel and I'm cooking in restaurants sort of, you know, under the radar. Nobody has any idea who I am there. So it's great. I think Michael Simon was with us when we were in Puglia, right? Oh, yeah. I remember him making sheets of pasta. Like, yeah. But like hanging them like all over the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. We, Michael, well, my, so when we went to Puglia, this is, a, this is a good story. When we went to Puglia, Michael and I cooked every meal. We were exhausted by the end of it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was painful how many meals we had. <laughs> but also we, like we had to clean too. So every time we cooked, we were like, oh bro, we have to clean up. <laughs> yeah, we've made a mess. Yeah, but we, you know, we, we made, we made, we made tons of pasta there. Absolutely. When you're in Italy, make, you're making pasta. Well, I think you should make me some pasta. What would you like? Mm. Don't say penne alla vodka. <laughs> That's not even Italian. No, I want your, your eggplant bolognese. That's not Italian either, but I'll make it. Okay, thanks. Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. 
Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas Dressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.